Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. I am so happy to have Kathy here. Kathy, her name is Kathy Jean Francois. Y'all, y'all know how I do with names, so don't even laugh. I, I practiced right before I came on and I knew I was going to mess it up. But anyway, I'm going to be calling her Kathy. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so fine I, so ex- I am so excited to have her here. Listen, you all, when her and I met, we, you, well, I have, I guess, a personality because everybody I meet, we have just great conversation. Yeah. And her and I was just talking and she was just sharing. And one of the things that I like about Kathy is that she's experienced some of the things that I have. Mm -hmm. And so it is so good when you meet someone that has gone through something similar to your, what you've gone through and they understand you and they can Mm -hmm. add to the conversation and you don't feel like it's just you. And that's exactly what happened with us. It was like, (laughs) she was like, oh yeah, I know. And the same thing with her and me, it's like somebody else. Oh my God. And you felt, and I thought the same thought. So I'm so happy that she is here. Um, I'm going to turn it over to her so she can share a little bit about herself because y'all know me, I'm a talker. So Kathy, (laughs) please share some, just tell us about yourself. Oh, well, thank you so much, Valeria, for for even even contacting me and um, so that I could be a part of your show. And I am so excited about this. Um, So thank you. My name is Kathy Jean-Francois, or many people pronounce it Jean-Francois. And um, I live in Queens, New York. And um, I am a high school and middle school English teacher. I've been a teacher for about the past five, 15 years or so. Before that, I, I did work in book publishing, but uh, my passion is writing. I'm a writer at heart. I have written a novel that I'm trying to get published now. And I have a blog about my experiences with depression, which we're gonna talk about a little bit today. And so um, that's, that's me in a nutshell, I guess. So you all see how her and I connect because like, yeah. I used to teach. I didn't teach the older ones. I had the babies, you know, and I love her accent. You know, she's from New York. I love New York <laughs> accents, you guys. And that's and so was, funny because I don't even think that I have an accent. I don't hear but no, it. it's just certain words. It's, it, it's just like people from, you know, they call us down south, which is to me, Virginia is like right there in the middle. Okay. We don't really, I don't seem like I have an accent, but certain things that I say, people think, oh, there it is. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's what's one of the things, but I'm so excited to have her, day, her here today. So listen, mm-hmm. I know you listen to the podcast and there were several stories you like, but tell my listening audience what story resonated with you and what story you want to talk about today. The one that resonated best or most with me was therapy works. Because, and not only that, you had it, you wrote it, the title is Therapy Works 
exclamation point. And yes, we need that exclamation point because so many people look down on therapy. So many people look down on people who are, you know, in therapy. And um, it's, it's really quite important to um, open yourself up to something like that in order to experience relief for whatever it is that is um, plaguing you at the moment. So that really resonated with me. Your story resonated with me. I got to tell you, when I was listening to it, I listened to it a, a few times because I really liked, Valeria, the way that you described your experience, that, that first therapy session, how you, you know, how you felt before you went in, how you felt as you were going in, when you were writing, you know, filling out the form that they oh, had yeah. to complete. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I, all of that was in true storyteller fashion, really. Just like you're the name of your podcast, you know, you're the storyteller. Mm -hmm. And I really felt what you were talking about, mainly because I have been there myself, not quite exactly the same way, but um, I, 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 I really could understand your thought process, your emotions, your feelings, and why you were going through that. And it, and it made complete sense. I love that. Yeah. Listen, you guys, all my stories are true to heart. And I put, I, I always write my stories out first because I decide how much I want to share. Cause you know, some of y'all just nosing and I don't need y'all in all my business. I share <laughs> enough of my business anyway. So I, I, I was, and it was hard for me to share that it was because it was so personal and I was like, okay, 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 Lord, I'm going to go ahead and share it, you know, cause I kept putting it off and I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and put it out. And I pray that it helps someone and I feel like it has, but mm. let me give you a little bit of background on the story, just in case you, you listen to it and you forgot, or, you know, you haven't listened to it yet. So let me tell you a little bit about it. Basically is um, there was a point in my life where I was going through a lot. And I mean, a lot. And as you know, I lost my voice, you know, at six and didn't start talking again until I was 23. So I already had baggage. And then becoming an adult, you know, that's even more baggage. And because I wasn't a great communicator, I did not know how to, you know, deal with my feelings and my emotions. So I was an introvert and I am. It doesn't sound like it, but I am an introvert and oh I internalized everything. And so it got to the point where I wanted to end it. I just didn't want to live that way anymore. And I knew something was wrong in my church. They start advertising about, they were having a, um, they were, they were having, um, a therapist, you can come to therapists and counseling and they kept advertising it at church and I kept seeing it and mm -hmm. I kept ignoring it. And mm. then they even stepped it up. They had people, they interviewed people. And at the beginning of the service, they would show people talking about, you know, how they went to therapy and how it changed their life. And I blew it off a little bit more. But then one Sunday I saw somebody and I was like, you know what? I want what she has. Mm. I looked up, I went on the um, website, I looked it up and I found a therapist. Now this is what was so funny about this therapist. And she was she was supposed to be my therapist. Mm. I looked for someone that I knew I would not see at my service because I went to eight o'clock and she went to 10. I wouldn't <laughs> see her because I would have been devastated, yeah. you know, because you would think, oh my gosh, she knows everything about me. She's judging me right now. Mm -mm, she wasn't. And I made the appointment and I sat in the parking lot and I was debating and all kinds of thoughts was going through my head. I 
took my crazy stuff in there. Secretary gave me this form. Y'all, I'm sitting at the table like, what does this form have to do? I know, I knew I was going to have to deal with some daddy issues. And, but the form was like, what is she asking me this stuff for? I didn't even understand the form. <laughs> I get in, y'all, and as soon as I sit down, I bust out crying, just bawling. I mean, any and everything that was inside of me, it came pouring out. And she was like, oh, my God, baby, let's pray. She had music playing, you know. And she started praying for me, and God knew it, he, she, she needed to do that. And she brought a calmness down to the point where she could help me. And that's exactly what she did. And I gave illustrations about some of the things that she taught me. And I was like, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I went through this long carrying all of this when all I needed to do was make an appointment, sit down and talk to someone who's a professional who knows how to help people, especially single people and people of color, because I always thought that, you know, growing up, you don't hear about, you know, I'm going to therapy, black people don't, you know, I'm not saying all, but there are a lot of us out there that thought the way I did, you know, therapy, black people going to therapy, you don't need no therapy, you just need some Jesus. I had Jesus and I needed some therapy. Yes, yes. That's why he created them to give us help on this earth walking around dealing with (laughs) y'all. Absolutely. I know you shared your thoughts on on, on therapy and I, I, I know from us talking that you have something similar. So can you share with my audience your story dealing with therapy? Sure. Um, So I had been suffering with depression for so many years, and I just didn't know why. I didn't understand why. I didn't understand myself. Um, I didn't think anyone could help me because I didn't even understand what I was going through. And um, I I do have a a, a twin sister who uh, doesn't... She, she never understood how she could help me. She knew that I was suffering internally. I never shared this information with my parents. This is not something you talk about. I didn't want them to know that I was yes. dealing with some emotional stuff that yes. I didn't even know how to explain, right? And um, this is not something that you talk to your friends about, uh, but mm-hmm. my sister knew that I was suffering. And, and I... And, and it was suffering in the, in the sense that I would just be depressed all day and not wanting to do anything. Times There were times when I would just be sitting there and I just start crying for no reason at all. And I didn't understand it. Finally, my sister was like, she's had enough. So she started actually searching for therapists in our area. And it was because of her that I first started seeking, seeing a therapist. And um, my experience isn't quite like yours where, you know, I was sitting, you know, in the parking lot or, or, you know, really contemplating this. The first time that I went, I was like, I'm finally doing something for myself. I really felt good about it. And I didn't, at that time, I didn't know that therapy was something that a lot of Black people yeah. look down on. I didn't know that. So I, did, I couldn't go in with any preconceived notions. Um, so I'm really grateful for that because I yeah. think that that's what helped me um, keep an open mind as to how therapy could help me. Um, And I went for several, I went for several years until I I had quit my job and I didn't have insurance anymore and I couldn't go anymore. And then I started going years later when I realized that I was just becoming too emotional um, where I couldn't deal with it anymore. So I've been going to therapy on and off for like the past 10, maybe 15 years even. And no, let me scratch that. <laughs> 20 years. Oh my gosh. But but I mean it it's not it's not a quick fix, right? No, 
It's not. You know, you you have to go there several times to really get, you know, you have to first find the right therapist for you, somebody who, you know, um, understands you and you really understand the way that they work for a very long time. The therapist that I'm working with right now, I didn't, for, for a while, I didn't really like her that much. And I was like, she, she was, she's, she's Caucasian. And so I didn't know if we were going to mesh well, but she challenges me. She challenges me to think about things that I didn't think Mm -hmm. about before to admit things to myself that I would not otherwise admit. And so I like that aspect of her, you know, what she does for me. She challenges me to try new things, to try different things, to have a different mindset, to think differently, to to just, she just challenges me. And I think that that's what's so important. I need that constant challenge and that person to hold me accountable, to do the things that I need to, to overcome some of the things that I'm dealing with in my life. You know, I, I love my therapist. Um, I, I did. And again, it, what is so amazing about me choosing her is that she is one of the best therapists that, you know, around she's Dr. Scott. And mm-hmm. I did not know the magnitude of who she was Mm -hmm. and God sent me the best because Mm -hmm. he knew what I needed and she was able to just pour into me she gave me great tools to use Mm -hmm. I still use them to this Mm -hmm. day and Mm -hmm. I love the fact that she was a Christian and she I I love that aspect of her being able to pray for me because Mm -hmm. at that moment that's exactly what needed to be because there was nothing that anybody could say to me while I'm in all those tears and crying and, and, and all that, there was nothing anyone could say to me, you know, to calm me down. But as soon as she grabbed my hand and she said, let's pray immediately, it calmed me down. And I know mm-hmm. people have different ways of whatever, but what I was going through, I needed prayer first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed prayer mm-hmm. first. And mm-hmm. then she was able to sew into me. And one of the things that was so shocking to me is that the form that I filled out and then when she looked at the form, she the, she looked at me after she finished praying. She said, oh, baby, you're carrying so much. And I'm looking at her like, I'm single. Well, I don't, I don't have a husband. I don't have any children. And she was like, as single people, we have to carry everything. We don't have anyone to share the bills, the children, mm. making the decisions, getting the house fixed, all those things. You don't have that. It's all on you that's a lot of bags to carry. Cause that's yeah. what, that's the way she talked to me about using, um, she used the analogy of bags and she just, you know, I was surprised, but then I looked at as a single person, she's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. And it took me some time. And like you said, it's not a one and done. Yeah. I went back a couple of times and then I was starting to feel so much better. Mm-hmm. So for you, were you married or were you single when you started going? I was still single when I started going um, to therapy. Um, it, it now, now I'm married. I've been married for about three years now. But <clears throat> at the time, see, what's interesting is that, yes, I was single, but I didn't, I, like the bills and taking care of the house and all that stuff, I shared that with my sister. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she, she and I were like, kind of a partnership but like a working marriage you know and um but the i but i was very much alone in thinking that uh because she didn't understand what i was going through with the depression that i was suffering with i was very much alone i was very much alone in that aspect um 
but other than that, you know, I, I, I was able to share a lot of, of my, my life with my sister and she was there for me. She supported me when I did start going to therapy and even, you know, years after when I no longer had a job and I was trying to do a whole lot of things without work. Um, my sister was there for me. She stayed there um, with me, but still I, I, I had a moment where I was feeling so overwhelmed with these emotions that I didn't know what to do with that. I was like, I, I need to go back to therapy. And, and at that time I had another job and I did have insurance. So I was, I was able to do that. Um, and I've, I've been in therapy with the same therapist. I think I'm going to say easily over five years now okay. with this one. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't know where my life would be right now if I did not seek therapy because it literally is like getting the the baggage that you mentioned mm -hmm. right it mm -hmm. really is like unloading all that baggage um, and even not not just the, the of the things that happened in my past because of course that comes up too but the things that are happening right now yes you know dealing with with issues at work dealing with uh, when I wanted to have a baby dealing with um, I have wrote some notes down here, my social anxiety, all this stuff is recurring in therapy every single week. And even dealing with stress of a marriage, yeah. you know, I, I, I it, there are things that I need to keep talking about and, and, and keep, you know, working through. And my sister doesn't want to hear all that all the time. You know, my friends are not going to want to hear all that all the time. They're going to be like, oh gosh, you know, so <laughs> The therapist is what is why she's there. She's able to look at everything in an objective point of view. She understands me at this point. So she understands what's what's in my best mm -hmm. interest. And she'll guide me towards that. And she'll challenge me to do the things that I need to do. Well, I think, it, I, I think it's, um, it's awesome that you had your sister there. Because mm -hmm. when you're going through a whole lot of stuff, you know, and you already feel alone. And then you, when you are alone, you know, it makes it even more difficult because you don't know how to handle it, but you're telling yourself how to handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're telling yourself, but having a sounding board is so important to have. Mm -hmm. And even if you're a person who doesn't want to go to therapy, at least find someone, a best friend or someone that you can talk to mm -hmm. and you can share some of that stuff because sometimes you think crazy and you mm -hmm. need somebody to say, listen, man, they're not therapists. So they're going to be real with you and say, listen, girl, you office two left shoes. That don't even make sense. Don't you tell nobody <laughs> else that you need that kind of person yeah. or you need to go sit on the couch until a therapist that can be nice to you. Well, mm -hmm. let's try to think of it a different way. Mm -hmm. Let's try this if you need that, but yeah. you need to get that stuff out of you and you need to share with people and an, an, another thing with me you said that you went back I end up having to go back to therapy for mm -hmm. entirely something different mm -hmm. and I want to share this with um, everyone because I shared it in my story mm -hmm. I was on a job and that job was horrible I mean oh. we were going through hell on that job Every day it was a struggle. You was you could you could literally see people in a parking lot sitting in the car like praying or just pulling themselves together to go in. It was so toxic. Oh my gosh. We had they had um I think it was you could go to to free sessions like five times or something and they had it for mental health. Listen. I signed up. I went, I sat right on that couch with that lady and I was telling her everything. Everything was mm -hmm. con confidential and we could just share and she could help us, you know, but I was very 
particular what I shared to her because although they said it was confidential, I mean, when you go in and you start blasting the job, you know, mm -hmm. your place of employment and she works for that same company, you know, uh -huh. you got to be a little bit. And I was, I was a little bit, you know, like, let me not share that part of, but I'll share mm -hmm. this part of it. And mm -hmm. I, and I went back to her. It got so bad that a lot of people start going to therapy, oh, wow. a lot wow. of people. And it got to the point where the people upstairs they were like, something is going on because we're getting all these, you know, I guess therapy bills <laughs> coming in. Wow. They came in and did a cleansing. They came wow. in and they let some people go and they sent, actually they sent human resources in and they sent all that stuff in. So I think if we had not have started going to therapy, that work environment would have still been the same. Wow. But I, I share that part of the story to let you know that it's not just about personal stuff. Sometimes on your job, you know, mm -hmm. it can be so stressful to the point where you need to go and sit and talk to a therapist just about that particular thing yeah. and dealing with everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So it, it is important, not just for personal, you know, but for professional and onward, you know. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, and you if you ran into somebody who had a negative thought mm -hmm. about therapy, what would you tell them? How would you convince them to go or what, how, what would you share with them? Oh, that is a good question. Um, I, I guess I would tell them about how, you know, the, the, the idea that we all, every single person in the world needs therapy because we all are dealing with things from either from our past or present mm -hmm. that are hurtful to us. Mm -hmm. I would say, doesn't it feel good when you talk about something that's been bothering you? Well, think about having uh, somebody to bounce ideas off of on a, on a consistent basis. Well, that's a good uh, way of putting it. Right? Yeah. Um, and somebody who is non-objective, uh, I'm sorry, who is objective, who's not subjective, who's objective, and who will look at your in, the, the, the information that you provide and will really give some good pieces of advice because they've been trained in doing this. So, you know, just once or twice, don't close your mind to something like that. You don't know how it can help you. You try two or three sessions and if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you, but at least you've tried it and you didn't knock it down. Yeah, and I think sharing a personal story because we I'm a storyteller, so I believe that stories bring us together and mm -hmm. sharing a personal story because I know there have been two people who had a negative thought about um, therapy. They were shocked when I told them that I went mm -hmm. and I went and I went. And they were like, what you, I was like, yes, because I couldn't deal with it mm -hmm. and it didn't hurt. And they had all these preconceived notions in their head about mm -hmm. therapy. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, it's nothing like that. Nobody's going to beat you over the head and say, you know, you're a bad child or your dad's bad or, or mm -hmm. all that stuff. No, they, they, they help you to try to deal with your feelings and your mm -hmm. emotions. Mm -hmm. It's not about your dad. It's not about your mom and their emotions mm -hmm. or, or, you know, whoever it right, is, right. it's about you and how you perceive it. And they were like, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to go. I know one, she actually did go. And I'm so okay. glad because she was close to me, meaning mm -hmm. that she was to the point where she was like talking. She had some language that I had. And mm -hmm. I, as soon as she said it, I was like, oh my God, that's me. Let mm -hmm. me, you know, and I shared my story with her. And I think that story helped her. So let's go ahead and answer these questions at the end. As you all know that I do share my thoughts at the end of all my stories. And then I ask questions. So Kathy and I are going to answer these questions. And 
The first one is, what do you think about therapy? Are you for it or against it? Why and why not? You kind of already answered it, but <laughs> sum it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely for therapy. I think it works. I think every single person in the world needs, needs therapy in some fashion or the other because we all are dealing with pain that we carry with us through our lives. And sometimes uh, if we keep things inside of us, it may come out in disease perhaps, you know? I've, I've done my preliminary research on therapy and how it works when I, was, when I was writing my novel, which is about a woman who's suffering with depression. And um, I really wanted to understand, well, you know, what is it about therapy that works? And you just have to let it out. It's just like a, like, oh, you used the perfect word before, a cleansing. cleansing. It's a cleansing of, of, of all the, the blackness, the, the ugliness that's inside of you. I, I think I, I'm for therapy. And, and I agree to answer the question. I'm wholeheartedly I'm on board with therapy. And I know it's very hard for people. But first of all, if you go to therapy, you don't have to tell anybody that's between yeah. you, God oh, and the definitely. therapist, you mm -hmm. don't have to go and sprint and tell it to the world. I, you know, and I, I'm not married, but I'm just saying, you don't even have to tell your husband, I'm going to the doctor, he don't need to know what kind of doctor it is, mm -hmm. unless you know, he want to listen, I'm just going for a checkup. Mm -hmm. and just go and get the help that you need especially yeah. women because we carry so, so much. much and my therapist was like we are the kind of people that if we were to board a plane and they said to us you know you could only carry your carry-on bag this is what mm -hmm. my therapist said we would be the ones that want to take everything because we scared something gonna get lost and we want to carry all this when they have a whole area that can carry it for you and you yeah. don't have to lug it on and yeah. then she was sharing, she was like, put some of that stuff in the overhead compartment, anything that you cannot fix right now, you don't need to carry that. Our bodies as women were not made to carry all that stuff. That's why we have men. God made men for a whole bunch of reasons. Use them. Let them carry some of that load. That's you know? <laughs> and she was like, put the bag, lock it only pull down the bags that you can deal with at that moment. Mm. And I shared with my cousin, I told her that a couple of weeks ago, and she was like, I never thought of it that way. And I said, and that is why I've never forgotten it. Because mm. if you've flown on a plane, if you even written on a bus somewhere or a train, you don't carry all your stuff with you. You have to put it somewhere and take a bag with yeah. you one. That means yeah. one thing at a time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so I the, love second, that. <laughs> the second one is if you have to, if you have to, if you have gone through therapy, did it work for you? And of yes, course. it worked for me and it continues to work for me. Again, uh, it just just the challenge of alone of, of trying to become a better person learning through the the issues that I'm dealing with I you know there were times when I just had you know a good you know conversation of back and forth with the therapist and there were other days where I just stayed crying for that entire session as I spilled my story there there, there are times to cry there are times to listen there are times to think about there are times to go back there are times to stay present in the moment mm -hmm. therapy works yeah it worked for me yeah. And I'm answering that question too. And it did, it worked for me. And one of the things I want to say, and I wasn't going to say this, but this apparently God wants me to share this part about mm -hmm. my therapist, the very first therapist that I talked to, she talked about medication. And mm -hmm. I know for black people who's like, you ain't going to give me no drugs. I'm not going to be taking anything. Now mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I needed it, but 
and going back over and over again, going in my mind, I probably wish I had taken it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it took me longer, but she was explaining to me, it's not something that you have to take forever. It's something Mm -hmm. that you can take short time. And when she told me that she took medication to help her, to help her mind to calm down so that she can process. And she said, yeah, I took it for about six months until everything that was going on in my life settled down. I needed it. So Mm -hmm. I think that that is important. If you feel like you cannot do it on your own, if Mm -hmm. your brain take it for a little bit, a little bit, and then come off of it. And another thing she told me, and I did this, she said, you need to let someone know that you're in therapy, Mm -hmm. at least one person. Mm -hmm. And I did that. She said, you need someone, if you can't get in touch with me as a release, someone, even if they can't solve the problem, even if they can't fix you or anything, at least you can get it up and out of you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, you know, you, you just need to talk if I can't reach her on the phone or in your case, you know, you didn't have insurance, but mm-hmm. having your sister knowing that you went there, even if it was something that you just had to get off your chest, you had your sister. Yeah. I told my best friend, I told her about, it. I called her, I probably was crying, me and my <laughs> crying self. And I told her and she was like, great. She was like, great, you know, and I, you know, I was able to talk to her about it, you know, and share with her if I couldn't get in and make an appointment. So yeah, I think it's great. Now I do know you have a blog and I really (laughs) want you to share with my listeners about your blog. I know you have other things, but in the book, but I want you to tell them a little bit about the blog. Sure. My blog is called Kathy's Cross dot wordpress.com Kathy's crosses because you know we all have our burdens to bear and and depression was my burden depression was my cross and and I, I started off with saying you know I'm, I'm gonna you know, I hold my my cross up high you know I, I I'm no longer burdened by this or I try not to be burdened by this and what it is is um uh I try to make it a weekly or bi-weekly um blog where I post things that have some of the, the issues of depression that I've, I've dealt with in, in, in the positive, I take a positive spin to it. Okay. So it's um, Kathy's Cross, a depressive's positive perspective, right? The things that I've dealt with in the past and how I'm looking at it in a positive point of view, because I just want to remain positive in the midst of all the depression that I'm going through. And um, so I, I touch on my social anxiety, um, my mild agoraphobia. I touch on um, how you know, how writing has helped with my depression Mm -hmm. as well. There are a number of things that I tackle with my blog. And and it's really a place where I hope that people, other people, depressives who go there will see something and and will be able to resonate with it and be like, well, I'm, I'm not the only one because me, literally, I thought I was the only one dealing with something like this. Out of all the millions, trillions of people mm-hmm. in the world, I thought I was the only one dealing with this. So it's just a way to show people that, you know, you can go through some depressive states. However, you can come out on top and you can come up with a positive perspective. I think that we are all going through our issues for a reason. Yes. My reason is to share it with other people. My reason was to share it with you today, Valeria. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, I love this about the blog because if you are one of those people who are not quite ready for therapy, at mm. least you can, you have a resource. And I yes. think that blog will be an excellent resource because you can find yourself in one of those situations and you can listen to somebody who has been in the same situation you Mm -hmm. have and this is what they did 
and it turned out a positive. And I think mm. anyone, if you're not ready, go to her blog and find yourself in it and get some help because that is a resource of help, you know, and you can use that as your therapy. You know, if you don't want to go sit on the couch, use that as a, use tools and use that as a therapy session, sitting in your house, just reading what somebody else went through and tell us a little bit about your book. Cause I know you have a book. Yes. It's not published yet. As I mentioned before, it's called the box and it's about a young woman in her late 20s, no early mid twenties who, who suffers with depression and, uh, and how she has dealt with it. Now she is uh, somebody who, a high empowered um, woman who works in a magazine, who works at a magazine, and she has a lot on her shoulders, right? But she's also dealing with trauma from her childhood. And now mm -hmm. she has to deal with this trauma and, and, and that's where her depression comes from. And, and then come to realize that all the members of her family are suffering through their own type of depression. So it's really a book about how one woman tackled what she suffers with and just the realization that we are all going through our trials and tribulations that impact us in such a way that it could leave us in a depressed state for a moment at least. Well, I'm so, excited. I cannot wait for it to come out and you need to let me know so I can let my listeners know the book is out, go and buy it. And I will make sure I have all your social media things in the description and you know the blog information. I wanna make sure that I do have that. But Kathy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Thank you for bringing it and helping us to deal, you know, with depression and you being a light, you know, <laughs> because if we looked at you, we wouldn't know, you know, and the same thing, if you looked at yeah. me, you wouldn't know when well, then again, exactly. some days you might, because <laughs> we've all had days when we've we look like we've been, what we've been through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So thank oh. you so much for being here. Valeria, I want to thank you for inviting me here. Thank you so much for allowing me to talk about myself in this forum. And I really appreciate you. Um, I, I really appreciate your blog. Uh, I'm sorry, your, your podcast and all the things. I've listened to a few of them. I like your storytelling. I, I like the way that you do your blog. I, your, I keep saying blog, your podcast. I think it's, it's really refreshing and so I'd just like to say thank you for, for, for allowing me to speak about myself on, on your podcast. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss Viva Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVivaStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.